0: Line, eh? Yeah, it's okay, Just as as this is yes, it?
1: it's
0: alive, yeah? <laughs> بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الله مصلي وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم لا سهلة إلا ما جعلته سهلة وأنت تجل الحزن إذا شيء سهلة اللهم على ذكرها وشكرها وحسن عبادتك يا رب الكريم السلام عليكم رحمة الله وبركاته السلام wonderful to be back Alhamdulillah my pillar hasn't changed the angle is right we've uh, we're back into the the groove of uh, of the good times inshallah few changes few changes Alhamdulillah this is a celebration actually Alhamdulillah of some excellent work on behalf of the entire team. So from the point of view of the admin team, they've been great. Um, You would have seen the LP transcribing team, that they got the notes out for year one, Alhamdulillah. And um, they did such a great job preparing the revision sessions as well. Shout out to Rashid, Zafar and uh, Idris for running three excellent revision sessions and then producing those shortened revision notes as well that was then so useful for the folks who took the exam. Um, I think overall over a thousand people, uh, which is a stunning success when you think about it, which is real slap in mind to be honest, considering how many people I said would drop out. I said that there'd be, you know, a couple of percent left, but that was something quite stunning, alhamdulillah. A very, very good percent, uh, 77 odd percent uh, average mark, which really... Uh, shows that I'm the greatest teacher in the world, Alhamdulillah, which is good stuff. It actually means that the revision notes were <laughs> revised really well by the, uh, by the folks who took it, so that's really good. Um, shout out to the, the top 10 students who did really well, and then the top three specifically, especially big salams and big congratulations to Awais, Muhammad Awais Ali, who is one of the great brothers from Qabila Shams in London, uh, from the Al-Maghrib Qabila Shams in London, um, who I saw just recently for the class on the fiqh of Hajj and Zakah uh, in Birmingham. And uh, he did really well. He got uh, 99%, mashallah, And uh, so very happy for, for him. And uh, Abdul Hayy and Sister Asia from Ethiopia, mashallah. So, you know, the top 10 actually was really interesting. If you look at the different countries that, that people represented from, it's great to see that there was no one from Cheadle. <coughs> um <laughs> <laughs> okay, khalas, forget Cheed on no one from Manchester even, yeah, no one from the Northwest, I don't know what's happening there, um, but uh, we had uh, great representation from London, from Malaysia, mashallah, shout out to Malaysia and all the students there, probably four o'clock in the morning and they're up now watching this. Shout out to the folks in Singapore, there was one Singaporean in the list and uh, I was with them just recently before a class and some great students, mashallah, so big salam to them. Um, we had some uh, folks from Dubai, from Ethiopia as I mentioned, from uh, Maryland, uh, in the States, um, where else can I remember? I mean all over the place, just not Manchester, <laughs> that's all. So anyway, we need, to, we need to hook it up locally, and, um, and push up the game, alhamdulillah. So, um, as I said, there's been, uh, this is a cause for celebration uh, today, it's the start again of the second year, uh, it's knowledge, and you know knowledge is like, it's like air, really. Uh, for those who are practicing Muslims, those who make that step from being just a a nominal Muslim to a practicing one, the first thing they recognize is that knowledge, ilm, is like air. You know, uh, you need to have it all the time, just like you need to breathe all the time. It's essential. It's like our our food and water. It guides us in every single thing that that we do, and it also brings ease. Like, like, uh, obviously, if you breathe, the oxygen which you're taking in are doing functions that you don't really know about. But they're essential. They're essential functions. They keep your body alive. But you don't know about that. And actually, if you, never, if you go your entire life not knowing about that, it won't hurt you. At the same time, if you are suffocating and then you start to breathe, you actually feel, uh, uh, you feel it yeah, as a relief, right? So when you start to breathe and it starts to feel more comfortable, if you've ever had an asthma attack or you've ever had a, a real bad cold and you can't breathe, then suddenly you can then you know just how great that feels. okay? So that's ilm. Ilm like that is something which has an obvious impact and it has a hidden impact as well. Meaning that when you start practicing, when you start to study knowledge, there's this buzz that you feel when you learn something and you hear something that inspires you, motivates you, or you actually put in something into practice immediately. But knowledge is massive and your life is very limited. Your life experiences are very, very small. So you'll only have a limited opportunity to put knowledge into action. So then what really is the knowledge doing for you? It's working behind the scenes. What knowledge does is that it protects you. It blesses you. It accrues your good deeds, those which you do not see. The angels are collecting that for you. And it will come for you upon a day where you feel that there's nothing left to come. Knowledge and seeking knowledge, every second that you're here or online or at home, wherever you are, every second that you're doing this, you're not watching the football, for example. Yeah? which is exactly as we, as we all know we would be doing if we weren't here, right? So you're not messing about. You're not going outside doing something. You're not falling into haram even. The point is, is that you are involved in worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the study of Allah's deen, which allows you to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the best of actions. Imam Ahmed was asked, shall I pray in the night or shall I revise my, my knowledge? Imam Ahmed said, I do not. Look at his answer. I do not know of anything more rewarded than the seeking of knowledge. Meaning, the tahsil al-ilm and tarajul al-ilm, meaning the, the seeking of knowledge, the gaining of it, the, 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 the learning of it, and the revision of it, and then the practice of it. So, it's from the best of actions. Every second that you're here, it is something which is working for you. So, this is, uh, it's great to be back into this mold every week, and then... Throughout the rest of the week, you'll have access to the, the audios and the videos and so on. Maybe um, we can move Shaz uh, to the desktop uh, thingy and bring up uh, the, the website, um, the prophetic guidance website. Uh, for those who are online and those who can see the screen, this, this is the, uh, as we said, we've had some great changes, alhamdulillah, some upgrades to the system. We now are uh, broadcasting in HD. For those who are online, you can do that. We've increased the, the power to that, so Jazallah Khair to Abu Dhar and Hakim and the PG guys for that, and Nadif and Shazad. Um, what you're seeing is this ability to be able to uh, switch onto the internet quickly, and so we can now demonstrate to you. Um, I know that there's a good, what, 600, I think, new students? Uh, um, uh, for, for 600 new students, I mean, to year two, uh, who are not used to our system. So we're just going to spend just one or two minutes revising for those from year one who don't know about this and for the new students how you can find access to different uh, so if we just go to the forums um, and or, or even the portal I don't know if you can show them the portal as well I want you to know that if you're watching this online you're watching it on the portal and if you're watching it on the portal then at the top you will see a number of tabs which are going to be very useful for you uh, especially if you're a new student because <coughs> there you'll be able to find all of year one's notes all in transcribed, full, complete form. That's where it says transcribed notes. The next section to the left of it is uh, what says um, the class notes. And the class notes are basically the the translated text. And that is something which is released every couple of months In very very small kind of chunks because we just don't need it to be any more than that we're just taking it slowly because obviously every week we are giving the commentary to those class notes you should be taking that in a manner that you are but obviously the transcribed notes which is basically our transcribing team writing the entire lecture out and then they're making that available a couple of days after so that's very good on that note I want to make an appeal right now that our transcribing team could do with a few more volunteers Uh, any brothers especially sisters because as you know, the brothers are useless and the sisters are three times the men, as usual. They uh, have been supporting this project from the beginning in a great way and sharing the transcribing work, which is actually quite intensive. So, if there, are, if there is anyone that can help, then please email the PG team or lpnotetakers at gmail.com. Lpnotetakers at gmail.com. They're all to contact on Twitter. Either the prophetic guidance handle, which is prophetic guide, uh, or uh, LP student. Um, there's there's different uh, ways, or just email the LP admin uh, e- uh, email, the the one that you received your login details from, or whatever, or leave it on the forums, or put it on Facebook. But just say yes, I'm willing to help, and you'll be hooked up by our. Um, by the department that's running that, inshallah. So you'll see the notes up there. They're all available. Then on the forums themselves, uh, on the actual main website, so when you go to justpropheticguidance.co.uk, you are able to then see, for Android users, Masakeen, they are able to... to, to uh, 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 by the way, if you there's no point sniggering. okay. If you want me to go to iPhone, you've got to pay for it in chocolate. You know what I'm saying? We established that sunnah in year one, that you got yani yeah, some beef, and you want to produce yani, some evidence to, to support your brand, you have to uh, bring it forward, write out the evidences, and give a gift. This is sunnah. <laughs> okay, and then I will entertain the idea that Android is better, or uh, Apple is better, or is everyone still fighting for BlackBerry, or is BlackBerry dead? Khalas, <laughs> Yani Abu Dhar? Finished? Gone? Okay, is dead, so forget BlackBerry. So Android users and every other kind of user can download the MP3 files, Audio files directly for the entire year one directly from the site. Um, Apple users can uh, can do the podcast um, on uh, iTunes. On iTunes, what's the other one called? iStore, no, no, no. i whatever You have to download uh-huh. the podcast application from iTunes Store. So you go to iTunes Store, download the iPod, iPod iPodcast. iPodcast, whatever. this is i don't know but you know podcast application download it and then you are able to find it type in logical progression bloody blah and you'll be able to find it then it downloads the whole audio podcast and then you can listen to it in the mornings on the way to work instead of listening to nikki campbell shaitan okay and it's so much better for you yeah i'm saying um and then you've got the videos as well for year one which will be available for a little while longer for people to catch up you'll find those on the forums And then the live video feed for today's lesson will go up straight away after this lesson finishes, (laughs) maybe 10 minutes later, exactly where you are right now, on the portal right now. So all of this is very, very simple. You just just need to navigate around. Again, when you go to the forums, then... uh, As she said, showing the forums. Uh, So these are the other notes. So if you go into the forums, uh, then you'll be able to go to the different sections that we're covering. So every chapter that we've covered actually has a section and the new chapter that we have has its own section. Now why it's important to know about those sections is because once the class is done, then the new set of transcribed notes will also be placed in that section. Likewise if you have questions to ask, you can put all your questions in there and then either myself or the rest of the, the, the PG team or the, the, the student teacher team will then be able to answer your questions and queries Inshallah. There will also be an opportunity for you to ask questions in class here, as you know, and online on the portal likewise. Um, if you're new, you'll get used to it after a lesson or two. Please uh, ask. It's a great team of uh, great uh, students, uh, community out there that will be no doubt able to help. So, this is one of the uh, changes. We've now become all very kind of technological. We've got this great screen up in class, everyone can see. We've improved the sound, improved the video. We've got this new connection here. I'm gonna show you a couple of things later on as well. A little few tricks and uh, uh, a few tricks as well. Um, what else have we improved? We've improved um, the HD streaming. We have uh, we did a, a big survey at the end of the exam. A lot of people uh, gave us a lot of feedback and asked for the different things to be done with respect to the text and uh, maybe maybe uh, increasing the speed on certain parts and, and explaining other parts in detail. That will happen. Um, they wanted a new thobe. So I bought a new thobe for you guys. They want a new jacket. God, this is big. This is serious, okay? I have left behind my normal body warmer and I bought I mean, a new one, all right? So I want you to know that I do listen. And I take your feedback very seriously. Big shout out to Kabilat Firdaus who helped me in purchasing this. Okay, they purchased it for me. Yeah, and they, they forced it upon me. How best is that? Huh? How embarrassing is that when you go to a place, right? And as a gift, they say to you, you need a new piece of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't know whether to be happy or whether to be insulted. I said, okay, it's all right, no problem. They said, we need a new hat. I put a different hat on today, you see? Is a different hat or is it the same old hat? <laughs> this is my Indiana Jones hat, man. No one, if Indiana Jones can't go anywhere without his hat, why should I go, huh, Shaz? Uh, Abu Dhar? Yeah? No? Not interested in that? Um... <laughs> Uh, We're missing Bob's today because Biscuitne Bob's is making too much money, okay? Yeah, mashallah, he's opened up a new shop on Mumsla Road. um, And it's called uh, uh, Jilani's. it's called. And it's great. And it does great food and it does great desserts. And uh, because he did not listen to me and I told him that he had to be here so that I could do his best properly, okay? Because he didn't come, I want to officially announce on his behalf that all LP students get free food on Wednesday nights, okay? They can go in and eat as much as you want, all right? Just go in there, say, I'm an LP student, and just feed me, yeah? <laughs> and you choose the most expensive ice creams and milkshakes and just knock yourselves out, all right? That will teach him next time to bunk a lesson when I told him he has to be here. What else did we do? Okay, so can, I, can we? Uh, so this is clever. You're going to like this. All uh, right, this is next level now. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, uh, where are we, Shaz? Are we? Are we uh, thinking? Are you? Uh, so you can hold on. This is, guys. You're gonna love this. All right. Believe me. Don't don't put it on yet, Shaz. Uh, I, I want them to. Um, I want them to see this thingy. Is your thing connected? Yes, it is. Okay. So, the power that we have now, okay, allows me to do things like this, okay. Just watch this in real time. Can you just imagine, yani yeah, subhanAllah, right? I have now just sent this. You know when you uh, email uh, you, Shaz, does it, uh, are you, Oh, have, have you taken it off a thingy? Yeah, I'm not taking it. There we go. Okay, so I've got that. Are you on the thingy? Yes, sir. You want to take this off right now, by the way. Yeah. So well you, yeah, you want to take the iPad off, otherwise everyone's going to read your email, Shaz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Are we? Are we? Are we off? Yeah. We're off, we're off. Yeah. Okay. Then. So. Let me do this. If this is working like I think it is, okay. If it is, stage is called. Yeah, Shaz. Stage. Yeah, It we was on stage before. Right. You can okay, on. can you put it on now? Can you put the iPad on? Is the iPad now showing? No, I want to. Is it showing? Do? Happy? No, no, you not. Click okay. the screen up at the button. Yep. It says AirPlay. AirPlay, yeah. Go into it. Yep. Go into mirroring and switch it on pg laptop on oh pg laptop on. mirroring on oh on you good yeah are we in now we are on yeah yeah so uh, from the feedback um i was told that uh many many different things that i should do uh you know improve the teaching experience and whatever and so i have and we've got this thing here which is amazing as you can see one of the things I was asked which I found really interesting is that I should not attack the PG uh, people so much. So obviously you can imagine that that's a kind of like uh, showing a red flag to a bull, isn't it, really? So... <laughs> it's off. Like, she has put the picture up, yeah. Don't be like that. Come on, man. Uh, what are you gonna do? Take this off, all right? Okay, okay. I want <laughs> this is my favorite picture in the entire world of Shazad Salim. This is what Shazad looks like when he gets upset with me, okay? He gets upset with me when, whenever I trim my beard because he always tells me, trim your beard, look proper on the screen. And when I do that, I always take off too much and that's why he looks at me like that. He cussed me so much last time I did that. I just want to say that I am now all powerful. I can do crazy things, you see what I'm saying? In the middle of a class, I can introduce things and this and that. So I want you to know that I'm gonna have so much fun this year with this whole process. That it's going to be untrue. Anyway, um, I uh, also wanted to say Alhamdulillah that I came back from Hajj this year. Um, we go to Hajj every year. One of the reasons I go to Hajj is because some of the people said that we don't want sinners teaching this class, so I thought I'd come back like a little baby. And Alhamdulillah, I hope if Allah accepts it. By the way, I just want to say that I did two Hajj's, by the way. I didn't even do one Hajj. I did two. I'm the first guy in human history to do two Hajj's in one, at one time. How did that happen? did normal hajj with my group, shout out to Al-Muyassar. It was a great group this year, alhamdulillah. Um, so me and my group, we went to hajj and it was great. And then when everyone went home, you know, chilling, and he took a nice flight from Medina Airport, Muggins here had to come back via Jeddah. Yeah? And if you, anyone knows, yeah, and leaving Jeddah Airport is as much of a mission as it is entering it. And basically, long story short, I missed my flight. Okay? And I missed my flight whilst I'm in the terminal, and once I've entered the terminal, they basically said to me that, you know what, you can't leave the terminal. Now we'll give you a flight in 24 hours, same flight, but you can't leave the terminal because you don't have a visa. So basically uh, they turned me into a Tom Hanks kind of uh, scenario where I had to basically live in that airport, like a proper miskeen. So I did a whole kind of arafah mina that whole day. I it was Muzdalifah on the night, lying on the floor like a tramp, okay? and uh, it was just a mission. So I, was, I did a second hajj. Uh, and then all my baggage got lost and everything. So it was like a mission, sabr, painful, anger, all this, that, whatever. And then I finally came home. I did that all for you guys so that I have a pure experience. So that you don't say that we have gunangar, yani doing the dars. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm now actually a lakavali pure guy now. So this is uh, also a plus. There are other things I wanted to, to say before we started. There are announcements and things like that. I think we'll, need, we'll leave some of those announcements to the end, uh, which are more kind of official, and we'll move in. Are there any questions with respect to... Um, oh, you know what it is? I did want to share one story with you guys, because I know you guys would appreciate it. All right? I wanted to share a story, what happened to me, funny story, uh, in Hajj. With When we, when we stay in Mecca, and I always I'm going to tell the PG guys, because they'd, they'd appreciate this one. So when I was in Mecca i was uh, our group stays with these turkish guys they're a turkish group called mili right they're like some next level kind of yeah they've just got whole Hajjan lockdown they've got their own buses they've got their own apartments they've got their own doctors clinics shops barbers it's like a village right it's like a turkish village in mecca and that's our partners when we're there our group anyway they're, they're awesome folks but as you can imagine when you're there and you're, they've got their own mosques and musallas in each of them apartment buildings as well, it's buzzing. Anyway, so I was praying one of the salawah, probably, probably South Al-Asr I think it was. And I was praying next to this Turkish guy, an old kind of Turkish guy. Now Turkish guys, they're funny, right? They're next level funny. They're not, they don't like our packs. They've got slightly more, bit more education. But, yani, in general, they're as lazy as packs and as cultural as packs and as stubborn as packs as well. And I tell you something, one Turk, he was standing next to me in salah, he did something I'd never seen in my life that made me laugh so much that I nearly broke my salah. Yani I was laughing, I was dying inside, basically I bit my lip and I basically just kept it down, you know, I held it down, and I, and I, and I survived, right? So I want you to imagine that <laughs> we're in the last raka'ah of Salatul Asr, and the Imam, he goes, Allahu Akbar, to go for ruku'ah, alright? So we all go for ruku'ah. My man, next to me, Miskeen, and he's obviously lost the plot, yeah? He's gone straight down for Sajda. So he's knocking it out in Sajda, he's loving it there, right? He's got his eyes closed in, and in yeah? he just He's just there. So I think what he realizes, after, after maybe one or two seconds, is that Miskeen's by himself. Alright? This is the best part, my favorite part, is that when he, the guy realizes, obviously I'm very close to the guy, because I'm in Ruku and he's in Sujood, only like a couple of, you know, couple of inches between us, right? So I'm in Ruku. my man's in Sujood, and I'm like thinking to myself, what are you doing, Giza? Just get up, man. <laughs> so, and then he, he clocks on. He must have opened his eyes, seen air, air to the left and right. And so he decides to, says he, he actually gets up. But this guy is so cool, yeah? That he puts his head up, as a look around, what's going on, right? And the imam, he goes, So we all now, you know, stand up straight. And he then kind of, you know, he then he gets onto his knees, and he starts to get himself up. Then he just stops. And Allah, you know that he's saying to himself, they're coming down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Allah Yani. He stopped, he looked around, he looked at the people, and he just stayed there. <laughs> we went along, but he came down for such with us. Honest to God, when I I, I just I, I just lost it, Ya, I found it just crazy. When I gave Salam, I looked at a guy, a guy looked at me. I literally looked at him I'm, like, oh, I'm not going to laugh I'm just going to look at you I'm going to just let you make the first move he goes <laughs> 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 oh my god oh my god and it cuts me you see the craziest things in Hajj Wallahi this guy <laughs> lazy get. you couldn't bother to stand up man oh my god is that is that prayer valid guys that's the question that's the reason I thought I'd put it to the PG guys you see you stick that on Facebook, people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what do you reckon? <coughs> Is the prayer valid? Obviously, we haven't come to the prayer, but we have started, kind of touched upon the ideas of sunnah, uh, sunan, wajibat, and arkan. right? Any act of worship, it has at levels yeah. of action. Recommended levels of action, obligatory levels of action, and pillars, pillars which are the essentials, right? So, what has he missed out on in this prayer? He's missed out on some pillars, right? What, what, what are the pillars that he's missed out on? So he missed the rukuah, yeah? Who else did he miss out on? The standing up from, from Ruqua, which is a separate Rukua, yeah? Okay, so two arkan have been missed out. You can even chuck in a wajib of which is a, a wajib, okay, according to the form of that, right? So um, what do you think? No one going to give an answer? That's your homework for this week. That's your homework to think about. Because one of the very common questions that you get asked, very, very common question is that I'm praying behind an imam and I went into, uh, uh, as you know, there's a famous difference of opinion over Surah Al-Fatiha. The majority say you must repeat it after the imam when you don't hear him. Whereas the Hanafi Madhab says you don't repeat it because the recitation of the Imam is sufficient for you. So let's not use Fatih as an example. Let's use Subhana Rabbi Al azim in the, in the Ruku'ah. Okay? This is a common question. I was praying Salatul Asr behind the Imam. I went into Ruku'ah and I forgot to say Subhana Rabbi Al azim You know, because your mind switched off, you're praying behind the Imam, isn't it? Yeah? Is my prayer valid? What do I do? I need to do a Sajd al Do I need to make a prostration for forgetfulness? Because I missed out saying my tasbih in my ruku'ah. Do you understand the question? It's a very common question. And the answer to that, by all of the, uh, uh, by the correct opinion, according to the majority of the, the scholars, um, is that no. Why is the prayer okay and you don't need to do another imam calls it. Correct. Because the imam, he effectively swallows that kind of, the mistakes of the musalli. Alright? He basically kind of soaks it up. And he deals with it, right? But that's fine when it comes to sunan and wajibat. What about when it comes to a pillar of the prayer? A fundamental aspect of the prayer. That's, that's your homework for this week, inshallah. Alright? So, should we start or should we have some more fun? Can we do some fiqh now? Is it okay? Do I have permission to actually do the text? <laughs> this is a class, you know what I'm saying? Did you see? <laughs> you see that? Huh? You see that? Huh? You see that? Okay. No problem. <laughs> you forget eye control. Next week, you want, they will see some nice pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how many times you've been asleep on You heard that was a threat, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that was a threat. Yeah? You heard that on recorded on camera, that was a threat, wasn't it? Yeah. That's not even legal to, to say that. That's not even nice. SubhanAllah. All I was doing was was going to, for your iPad, man. Just to, and you start saying things like that. We're yeah. we we taking a personal no. for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we getting angry for. <laughs> right, okay. And so, um, we are on the chapter of the tooth stick and the sunan of ablution. Babu Siwak was sunanil wudu. Okay. Now, um, the interesting thing, of course, is that last year. Um, we did actually cover this in pretty much detail we did one two three two lessons at least uh, if you go to section 27 and 28 and 29 28 is Sheikh Kihlan basically going off on one right so when you go to the when you go to the forums and you look at transcribed notes 28 start reading from the beginning to the end if you're alive at the end of it yani respect okay because it's just the most yani insane lesson ever Sheikh Ihran actually decided to Decided to use 50 minutes to sum up all of fiqh, which was amazing. But anyway, so 27 is when we started the chapter and 29 is when we got a real good way through it. And you'll find the transcribed notes actually uh, there when you, when you go to the, uh, uh, on the forums. Um, they're not actually on the transcribed notes on the portal, if we can put those uh, up now. But on, not now, I mean uh, uh, after the lesson. But on the forums, when you go to the actual section 27 and 29, you will find uh, with that and her team, they've, they've uh, created the, the notes in detail. I thought that what we would do is let's have a quick recap uh, on um, what we covered in there. Let's actually just read the section, which is how we do this normally. In the Arabic, with respect to the text that we need to cover, التسوق bi'udin layin مُنْقٍ غَيْرَ مُذِرٍ لَا يَتَفَتَّتْ لا باصبعه لا مسنون كل وقت لغير صَائِمٍ بعد الزوال متاكد عند صلاه وَانْتِبَاهٍ وتغير فم ويستاك عرضا مبتدئا بجانب فمه الايمن and actually that is where we want to stop because The rest of the Arabic we're going to deal with next week because that's a new section. The translation of what we just said in the Arabic, which is pages 1 and 2 of the official class notes. Okay, this is what's called the official class notes. Is brushing the teeth using a soft twig which cleans the mouth, which does no damage and does not splinter, is a sunnah at all times. Except after the sun's zenith for someone who is fasting. The sunnah, in brackets, is not achieved by using the fingers or a polishing cloth. It is more emphasized before prayer, meaning suwak, when waking as well, and when the mouth has changed. And when the mouth has changed, obviously, meaning the smell or the condition of the mouth has changed. One brushes lengthwise, starting from the right side of the mouth. So this is the text of Zad al-Mustaqnaa which is the text written by Imam Al-Hajjawi alayhi rahmatullah rahmatan wasi'a and this is basically representing the official Hanbali position with respect to the siwak what is basically he saying the siwak and remember what we said if we go back now this is just me now off the top of my head summarizing the last two lessons that we covered on this the siwak or miswak are the two names which are used for the uh, piece of wood which is used to do siwak. Now, what's interesting is that the word siwak is the process. But the process has been given the name of the stick as well. Does that make sense? Yeah? And I gave the example last last time of... Anyone remember the example? By the way, it's a genius example, by the way. If I don't say so myself. I gave a really good example that we should all relate to of when the action takes the name of the item. So if you do it, the action with something, then the thing that you use to do the action, it then takes the name for the action. No, no, hold on. Let me say that again. The thing. No, 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 no. Right. Well, was, it right? was it right first time, yeah? Yeah, yeah? The action, the name you give to the action is given to the item that you use to do the action. Which doesn't make sense normally, but it happens. What's the example that I gave? Yeah. Yeah. Hoover. Do the Hoover. Yeah? What we do, do the Hoover? Hoover, is the, Hoover is, the, is the company, isn't it? Right? But the vacuum, the act of vacuuming is so often done by the Hoover. Yeah? <laughs> Hoover. Hoover. Huh? Hoover is much better, isn't it? So, we use Hoover, so we might be calling it, do you think that in 50 years we can change that to do the Dyson? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, yeah, or bring the dice in. I don't know. So, so Hoover was so synonymous in our houses when we were doing it. Did the Goan say that as well? I think the Goan say that as well, isn't it? It's not just the parks. I think just the country generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the, the country. Did the Americans say it? It's, I mean, it's their company. Hoover. Do you hear, did you hear what happened about Hoover building? You know, you heard about the you know the Hoover Building in London, the massive one. Uh, our boys bought it out. Um, Nawab. Nawab restaurants. You know the Nawab restaurant here. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like you never heard of Nawab restaurant? <laughs> you know you go down Nawab restaurant every weekend, stuff your faces the yeah, arnie with fifteen pound buffet. Looking at me like as if you don't know. Nawab restaurant in Stockport, 11th Hume, Stocky Road. Those guys have bought out the Hoover Building. Yeah, I'm talking about the one on the A. A40, the one when you enter into West London. Now, massive building. They bought that boy out What well, they're renting it, and they're making London's biggest uh, Nawab restaurant. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's now reverse migration. That's reverse Manchester saving London. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Manchester there. At least we've got to celebrate one little success here and there, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, so the, va- the act of vacuuming has been called do the hoover. All right. Because we used the Hoover so much, so likewise Siwak is the process, and we used this this uh, twig of the Arak tree, A R A K tree, all right, uh, so much that they started to give the name to that. That tree is called something like Salvadore persica or some baguette, I don't know some biological phrase. You can go back to your notes and uh, and uh, and uh, see that. So what did we say about that? We said that. Um, This brushing of the uh, teeth, That uh, what we're using is a twig, and we said that the word twig, which represents wood, is a broad term that can include all kinds of uh, wood. It can even include vine leaves and and grape stem and everything. Basically, we're talking about a wooden implement, and this is the Hanbali Madhab. This is very important. That they do not consider the sunnah to have been achieved unless a wooden implement has been used. A natural, wooden, twiggy kind of implement. This is Ud. Okay, this is the word which is being used here. layin. Alright? Now that's fundamental to understand because obviously there's an argument out there that hold on, we get that. Okay, that, uh, that brushing the teeth is very good. The Prophet ﷺ, as you know, has emphasized it in a massive way. If it wasn't that I didn't want to cause difficult upon, difficulty upon my ummah, I would have obligated this upon them every single time they stand for prayer. That would have been a mission, right? And so, therefore, uh, it is something which is highly recommended by the Prophet ﷺ. We have mutawatir, meaning plenty of ahadith from the companions that have said that we saw the Prophet ﷺ always doing the siwak. Kula waqtin. Yani every time that we'd see him. Then you have specific ahadith, which we're going to come to, like the hadith of Hudayfa, who said that whenever I saw the Prophet wake up, he would do the siwak. All right? So that's why you start getting the other statements from, it's clearly uh, linked to mouth hygiene, because we all appreciate and respect that a, a sweet, sm- nice smelling a person is a, is a good person right is a person who we're happy to be around where it's a person that causes others to feel happy you know how like when you go up to someone you give them a hug and you know they've got nice perfume on it's a buzz right you know they make you feel better i, I don't know about you but it certainly makes me feel better you know because i i've been hugging some damn nasty folks you know what i'm saying yeah and you know when you're hugging smelly folks that's a major yani yeah, fitna, you know you just like want to get away as quick as possible but when you're smelling, a nice smelling kind of guy, you don't mind you know, going in for a second or a third. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel good about yourself. You know, you feel good. You feel confident, changes your mood. And uh, Sayyidina Ahmad, as you know, he used to say that the nice smelling, uh, that, that uh, the, the great thing about musk mis- uh, or oud, or uh, oud now here is being used uh, to, to, to sign- uh, signify perfume. The good thing about that is that it's a sadaqah. A sadaqah for other people. So when they smell it, it changes moods. And I think I gave you an example of that. What was that fiqh Salah or something? I don't know. But I remember once going to a conference. Um, it was a top-level conference, meaning that you know, like prime ministers and heads of state and all these kind of guys were there. So it was very serious. Obviously, big money being spent on that. And they had bought in a, a just one guy. They paid him an X amount of, for his contract to come in and perfume all of the rooms, right? Using his. He uh, was my uh, thingy. He was my roommate. You know, we, we, uh, you share rooms and stuff like that. He was my roommate. So obviously, I'm bored sitting here with this French guy. And I said, what are you doing? And, uh, you know, what are you here for? And he goes, I'm the official, like, bloody bladier right? <laughs> he didn't say perfumier. He said something like fumigator or something. I don't know, whatever. He said some about so Anyway, the point is, is that he was really proud of his position. I said, what the hell is that? I never heard that before in my life. And then he opens up his little kind of wooden... Uh, briefcase or whatever and there's all these bottles and this and that and I thought wow man my man's serious and so basically he, what he was doing is that he's going there he's got his little bottle and then he uh, oh, I just said bottle and it reminds me subhanAllah of something that I was going to tell you guys I was honestly honestly I was going to bring you guys some zamzam alright but then I thought it's going to be a bit difficult yeah I need to give zamzam I mean we Pax as you know we, we give zamzam only in small little amounts anyway you know <laughs> Right? But I thought, I was thinking to myself, how am I going to do this? So I was actually going to get a, 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 a spray bottle and just go around and spray it on everyone. Zemzem <laughs> missed it, you know what I'm saying? Then I thought you might get insulted and, and call me like, you know, super pack, or whatever. So I, 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 I left that oh, idea. But anyway, this guy, he was mixing all these uh, perfumes <laughs> together and then um, he put it into the spray bottle and then he would go to different rooms and he would spray to create a mood. All right? And so there was a mood. There was a there was a there was a debate between the Israelis and Palestinians. So he was he was spraying some calming kind of bokwaas. I don't even know how that works. here. but he was he was spraying that room with that. And there was another one that was talking about some educational bokwaas. And so I think he was was spraying that with liven up the spray or smell or something like that. And then there was another one on romance. You know, that guy was like it was dangerous. You know what I'm saying? The guy was guy had moves, right? And I remember going into one of the sessions where the guy had been in there, and I, could de- I definitely felt happier being in there. You know what I mean? And I think everyone recognizes that. Why are we talking about this, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice smell. Correct, 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 correct. So the idea here is that the reason is Sunnah is very clear to see that uh, it's good to keep other Muslims happy, and not to be put off, and this, this follows in with the general Sharia uh, 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 principles of not bringing, not eating onions, Um, When coming to Salah and you're in the group and the company of others or garlic uh, Likewise, cigarette smoking being so uh, frowned upon in Sharia Likewise, uh, the use of perfume being so emphasized in Sharia Well, Siwak is just an extension of that You know, it's Sunnah to smile, okay To make people, uh, so you're smiling regularly, that means an open mouth that means that you should be spending nice. If you've got dodgy teeth, it's sunnah to keep your mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? Alright? If your teeth are mashed up, and, they, and your mouth stinks, then you just close that mouth. And Jazakallah like Khair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's important, because you know, you know we find someone else to do that sunnah for us. You know what I mean? Um, so, that's, uh, that's what the Siwak is. So, it cleans the mouth. So, th- what I was trying to say is that, nowadays, there's obviously got to be things out there that will do that job for us, right? Okay? Like mouthwash, like a uh, thingamajig spray or whatever it is, and uh, a proper toothbrush, a proper toothbrush, right? So there's the debate. Do you get the reward of using a toothbrush? Because if you look at the, the, the uh, specifications, look at the text, it says, مُنْقِن غَيْر مُضَرِّن لَا يَتَفَتَّتْ So, like four uh, uh, specific kind of characteristics, soft, cleansing, does no damage, does not splinter. I can tell you now that there's no evidence for any of those. Right? There's no hadith where the Prophet said, it's got to be soft, it's got to clean without leaving a residue, it's got to not splinter, it's got to not do damage. Right? But these are just, these are just obviously uh, what we call um, derived derived, um, Mm -hmm. meanings or derived conditions. Conditions because they understand that anything which causes self-harm is something which is not permissible. Th- thus, there's no damage. What, what do you think splintering comes from? What, what, what the point on splintering. Yeah, that's what splintering is. But why have they made that a condition? No. No. Someone say it. No. 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 So they don't No. No? Or, or, or why I residue? Why? What's the problem with that? Fasting. Correct. Okay. The, prophet, the, the, the big debate and a hadith is always about fasting. Alright? And whether you're allowed to use the siwak whilst fasting. You heard that debate before, right? There are hadith about that as well. There's a hadith which even suggests that you not, you're not to make the... You're not to do the... Uh... Uh... Uh, 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 the uh, the cleaning of the mouth look here, right there according to the Hanbalis it's Sunnah except after Zawal except after Dhuhr basically for someone who's fasting work that out why is it first of all after Dhuhr? anyone know? remember we did the chapter of fasting? no? Uh, yes, good we did mention that that after Dhuhr is when things start to actually start happening for the one who's fasting but also that when it comes to fasting a naful fast, there are a number of scholars that say that a person can make a judgment call whether to fast or not right up until Dhuhr time. Meaning that if a person was to wake up, we have a hadith which establishes this. If some, you know, let's say someone wakes up at Fajr time, praises Fajr, doesn't eat anything, goes back to sleep, and then he wakes up like 10, 11 o'clock, yeah, and he looks at the situation and he, you know, he looks and he says, "Have I eaten something? Is there anything available to eat? There's only four hours left." Yani. Uh, for I'm living in the UK, five hours left, it's going to be Maghrib anyway, yalla, Mas ma well fast. It's permissible for him to make that call for a nafal fast. And as long as he does it before zawal, meaning before dhuhr. So you can see that the focus is about fasting. If you're fasting and you've got this thing which is splintering into pieces, right, and you're swallowing it, but that's a disaster, that's a breaking of the fast. So that's why they, even though there's no hadith which says don't use splintering misworks, it's a derived understanding. You understand what I'm saying? Clean in the mouth, obvious. Soft, because if it's hard, it doesn't really clean. It just rubs. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really clean, clean properly. There's got to be some kind of filament on there. At the same time, it can't be like really long where it's just flaxy and kind of flossy kind of uh, thing. So the question then begs itself, why not then can we say that person carries a toothbrush around with them? and they brush with their teeth. And there are a number of contemporary scholars that do say that the sunnah is achieved using a toothbrush, using toothpaste. All right, Because they said, and this is fundamental for all new students now for, uh, 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 signing into this session and all the existing students, the concept of what the illah of the action is. Every student of logical progression by now must understand when I say, what's the illah? They've got to completely be tuned on. What does that question mean? Let me explain to you one more time. When I say what the, what's the illah, the word illah means a sharia reason for something. Yani the intention of Allah. That's what it means. What is Allah intending by this act? Alright? So, when we say for example, that alcohol is forbidden. Allah has forbidden alcohol. What's the reason? Because it stinks? Yes? Because it looks like urine? Yes? Sharp, isn't it? Come on, man. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And it's expensive. Waste of money, right? I mean, you're, you're spending what? How much is a the pint these days? A couple of quid? You've been to the local recently, no one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I went to the local. But I reckon it's a couple of quid a pint, definitely. Right? Or is it five for a pint? You, because you do know about that. Don't <laughs> make out like you don't know. You're a man of sort of the earth, bruv. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god. So um, whatever it is. There's no way that someone can say, say to me that it's more worth spending a fiver on a pint of Guinness or whatever bakwasa it is and not spending two pound, uh, you know, uh, uh, 50p on a can of Diet Pepsi. You know there's no comparison. Yeah? So it's a waste of money as well. Are these reasons? Are these reasons? That's the, uh, I want to know. Someone answer no. the question. they are not reasons at all? There are reasons. there are reasons. Carry on. But they're not the intention of Okay, good. Good. In English, that's good enough for me. In Arabic, we'll say something different. The brother said, there are reasons why alcohol uh, uh, shouldn't be drunk. But it's not the reason why Allah made it haram. Okay? So in Arabic or in Sharia, we would say, these are hikam. These are wisdoms of Allah that uh, are being put into play. That, you know, uh, that something which isn't uh, Allah has made um, uh, haram for you has other reasons that if you look into it, you'll find that they support the primary reason. But the primary reason reason, the illa, is this. And that is because it intoxicates. And intoxication then leads to other sin and uncontrolled and blah, blah, blah. So that's the reason it's haram. Whereas the wisdoms of it being haram are, it's expensive, it looks like this, it smells like that, it's blah, 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 blah. Do you understand? So we call these, one is a hikmah, a plural hikam. Hikam, meaning the wisdoms behind an action. And then the Sharia reason is called the Illa. A'in, Lam, Ta. Okay? Ta'wah, Walta. Illah. This is the Sharia reason behind something. This is a fundamentally important word. You know, this is the most important word in fiqh. And for us in our contemporary lifestyle, or in our contemporary times, I should say, sorry, this is the most important concept that we need to know. Because most people, because they don't understand what their illah is behind something, they go out there and they speak nonsense. Okay? They believe nonsense and they speak nonsense. For example, and I've given this example so many times in, my, in the different classes that I teach, okay? at, at the Maghrib classes I mean, um, like hijab. Hijab is like you know, a pain. right? People go out there, they don't know how to explain it when they're being put under pressure. You saw these programs the other day, or the other day, or whatever, when you've got uh, 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 any excuse, whether under the guise of a documentary, or an interview, but it's about getting the Muslim on camera, and saying to him, what do you say about cutting off the hands, what do you say about gays, what do you say about bloody blah or whatever, and you've got these people, they're way out of their depth, okay, and they go out there, and they try to say, well, it's like this, well, it's like that, what's the reason for this, well, it's about this, well, it's about that, And you're seeing people trying to express something and explain something, normally to try and keep the crowd happy. We understand their political pressure that they're under. But what they do is because they don't understand the illah of something, or they're too embarrassed about the illah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they kind of get themselves into a big muddle. So for example, when you see uh, many times people try and defend hijab, someone will say to them, why do you wear hijab? They'll say, it was on that program, the same one. Same one when they were talking nonsense about, uh, you know, I find this abhorrent or cutting of the hands abhorrent or some baguas that you come out with, right? I think in that same one, someone said that I wear hijab, it means I don't have to wash my hair in the, in the morning. I mean, I've a stupid thing to say. Yeah, I, mean, I get it, I get it. That you're going to put a scarf on and no one's going to see your hair. That's no flipping reason not to wash your hair, yeah, I'm saying <laughs> What about your husband? Does he want you walking around a dirty hair day and night? It's because people, they can't just come out with it and say Allah wants us to cover. Khalas. <laughs> That's the illah. That's the illah. The illa is Allah wants us to cover. The illa is not that the hijab makes me look like... Uh, uh, the other one said, well, you know what it is? The hijab, it takes attention off me. Oh, really? The purple hijab yeah, takes attention off you. Right? And I I told the students um, of a radio interview that I was listening to, which was the the, the pits. It was a disaster. It was some women and a round table having a debate about the hijab. And one woman goes, ah, the hijab makes me feel so modest and makes me feel humble. And it doesn't attract attention. And this non-Muslim commentator who was the other side, she goes, well, why is it that your hijab is looking like your designer handbag then? I'm like, oh my God, you know? And when you listen to girls like that trying to explain the hijab, it just freaks you out. You know, they're wearing that leopard print, kind of Gucci, 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 one more thingy. What are you doing, woman? You know what I'm trying to say? So, there are people who don't understand the concept. And the same thing comes when a woman wears a hijab, just wearing a hijab, and she wears like a tank top, or, you know, or she's got her arms uncovered. Because she literally thought that the hijab was covering the hair. That's what she actually understood behind the hijab whereas in what we said that the illah behind hijab is to cover the body to cover the awrah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has defined so it's essential for us to understand in all of our matters what the illah is behind an action an act of ibadah it gives you confidence it gives you direction in your life and in your interaction with other people the illah then folks behind the siwak what do you think it is? That, that, that will, the Sharia reason. If I'm going to translate the word illa, I'll say the Sharia reason. What then is the illa behind siwak? Because if we can define that, then we can answer the question, can we use a toothbrush? Isn't it? You know, uh, chlorhexidine gluconate uh, uh, is a, uh, an antiseptic which people use as uh, you know, all of your normal household mouthwashes. That's what's in it. They did some U.N. study into the Arak tree, that Salvadori bloody bloody blah persica or whatever tree. And they said that its juice which creates the miswak uh, stick, it also has a chlorhexidine-esque or a triclosan-esque, antiseptic kind of-esque uh, substance in it, which is also doing some kind of antiseptic cleaning. So, the question is, or the facts are that this little twig smells nice, tastes nice, it leaves a nice smell... It's clearly got an antiseptic quality which is creating some antibacterial effect in your mouth. Is it about the stick or is it about the cleaning? And the majority will go with cleaning. The humble didn't. They said it's about the stick. It's about it being an actual stick and it being a piece of wood in this manner. And the, is the significance of understanding this point is, is, is why they said why they said it is not sunnah to use anything else. Meaning that if you were to use a toothbrush with toothpaste and you've got this wonderful beautiful smile and you, you, you know, your mouth smells like roses and all the rest of it. You've done a great job but you haven't got the reward of the sunnah. The sunnah of using siwakami. Does that make sense? Alright, this is the significance. They said that no, that it has to be the siwag twig itself. We've shown its properties, it's obviously got skills, it's got yani uh, 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 antiseptic in there, blah, 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 and therefore you need to use it. So, that is the significance of understanding the discussion. Um, that also then shows why they said that this sunnah is not achieved by using the fingers or by using it a cleaning cloth. And we talked about that as well. Again, look at number 27. We also then went in that it is more emphasized before prayer and when waking. And that's what we're going to now quickly cover. And we will finish this chapter in the next few minutes, inshallah. So page 150 of the sharh, if you have the Arabic. And the Arabic is an option for those who understand Arabic. Again, it's up there as well. And we're on page 2 now. of, Oh, sorry. At the bottom of page 1. No, we've done that. We're page 2 now of the actual uh text so we can say that um that uh, and I ju- I just want to go straight to this point that Sheikh uh, Sheikh Al-Uthaymeen on page on page 151 he says well, rajahu an niswak sunnah hatta lis-sa'im mm-hmm. qabla az-zawal wa ba'dahu that on the issue of the one who's fasting. And again, you can understand the discussion that if you keep on telling people to do lots of siwak, you're going to increase the risk of that person swallowing that, uh, those residue. And that's why some scholars, actually a number of scholars, they said it's not allowed to do that siwak after zuwal or if you're fasting. Shaykh Uthameen says, the taught position of our class, the taught position of our class, going against the humbly position, therefore, is... That the, the strongest opinion as far as I'm concerned Is that to do the siwak is a sunnah Even for the one who's fasting Even before zawal or after it Okay That is his statement That it is sunnah for the one who is fasting before or after it. And he goes, what is the, the evidence for that? Ammar And this is supported by the hadith of Amir ibn Rabi'ah and it has also been collected by Imam al-Bukhari ta'liqan. Anyone can tell me what that means? That this narration has been collected by Imam al-Bukhari Hanging. Hanging meaning? So how do you think that was quoted then in Bukhari? Okay. Sahih bukhari you know, this is, is that collection that we all love and, and know. Bukhari Sharif, yes? All the hadith in there, all authentic, all great. Now if you look at any of the hadith, it will say that my teacher told me, so-and-so told him, so-and-so told him, so-and-so told him. Then from the companion that the Prophet ﷺ said, and then the hadith. This is called a chain. And that chain has to be super solid, all the great people, and connected. Of course, all of the ahadith in Bukhari are like that. The very best chains, most collect, most authentic collection in the world. But Imam Bukhari sometimes also just on the fly, he says, I want you to know that it, this is obligation because the Prophet wasallam said, he just quotes the Prophet, just like that, without mentioning any companion, any chain. He just like gobbles up the entire chain. There are a number of these hadith in Sahih Bukhari. There's a huge debate between the scholars that are the mu'al. This is called something mu'allaq, or mu'allaq. Are the mu'allaq hadith? Are these types of hadith collected in Sahih Bukhari? Are they considered hadith number one? Are they considered to be authentic like the rest of the hadith number two? And so on and so forth. The correct position is that all of these statements need to be taken individually. So we need to find those statements that he makes, quoting the Prophet, and then look in the rest of the books of hadith to see whether we can find them collected by other scholars, such as Muslim, such as Abu Dawood, such as Tabarani, and you will find every single time that they have been collected by other scholars. And then we will look at the chains that they have given over there that Bukhari didn't give over here. We will study those chains. And if those chains stand up to criticism, and we can look at the sanad, the chain, and look at the ru'ah, the narrators, and they're all solid, then we give it the, the, the approval and say the hadith is authentic. And so therefore, when Imam Bukhari quotes a hadith just like that, without a chain, we don't throw it away. We say, stop, let's go back and look. We look and we find that the hadith is authentic. I want you to know that pretty much most of the ahadith which Imam Bukhari quotes as mu'allak, in mu'allaq form, in this manner, in Sahih al-Bukhari are authentic. Such as this one here, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sa'im, a'ud. This hadith has been narrated by Bukhari as we said. Um, uh, if we look at this, let me just translate the hadith first. I saw the Prophet ﷺ make, uh, doing the siwak whilst he was fasting. So many times I can't even count. مَا لَا أَوْ So many times it's too difficult to enumerate, I can't even count them. لَا I can't make ta'adud. I can't even count how many times he did that. Do you see the statement? So what's the basic, what's Amr ibn, uh, ibn Rabi'ah saying? He's saying that I saw the Prophet ﷺ making siwak even whilst he was fasting. So many times I can't even tell you how many times. That's basically the hadith. Is that clear? Now let's look at see whether this hadith it really is authentic. What the muhakkik? What's the muhakkik? The muhakkik is the one who's going through this book and he's authenticating the statements and hadith. Yes. What is the muhakkik saying? He says that uh, 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 under footnote number two, he says this was narrated by Imam Bukhari with a in a manner which is indicating that it is a little bit weak. If I'm to translate this literally بسيغة, بسيغة التمرير, يعني, with an with ill poorly kind of manner in a poorly kind of manner in a sick مرض kind of مرض manner meaning that he's trying to indicate that it's a little bit yani, weak okay he narrated this in the chapter of سواء and a لِصَائِمْ meaning the dry and wet siwak uh, for the fasting person but Look at this. This is on the next page. This is uh, number 1934. لكن, he says, وَوَصَلَهُ أَحْمَدُ وَصَلَهُ meaning Imam Ahmad then stated that same hadith in his collection, but he made the wasal meaning that he connected it to the Prophet to himself. Meaning, he named all the people in between. So he's given us a chain to study. And Abu Dawud did the same. In the chapter of Fasting, the chapter of the Siwak al-Sa'im, okay, number two, three, <coughs> six, four. Also Imam Tirmidhi, and what did Imam Tirmidhi say? He said this is Hadithun Hasan, that this is a good Hadith. And Ibn Khuzayma, he also narrated it, okay. And the whole discussion in this chain is around the person, a narrator called Asim ibn Urbaidillah and Al-Hafid, who is Al-Hafid. Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, he said that this man is da'if. He said that in Al-Taqrib. So I want to say to you that a number of the contemporary scholars follow Imam Ibn Hajar and they consider the hadith that that Sheikh al Ta'amin is using actually is weak. And that this ta'alik form is weak. And actually, as I said to you before, uh, that Imam Bukhari, when he was even quoting the statement, he himself even believes that there's a little bit of weakness which is why he quotes it in a manner where he says, it is reported that the Prophet, you know what I'm saying? Like a kind of pushing himself away from it almost. He wants the point to be taken in, but he doesn't want to commit himself to saying that the Prophet definitely said that. And that itself is a whole huge ilm that we, we study in Mustalah al-Hadith. So, um, I want to just then uh, end. Did we even start? Okay, we started. Yani. Okay is um, it gone too long how yeah. say long <laughs> says has got tired he's, he's upset now. he says no that's enough now <laughs> should we finish it who wants to finish chapter in five minutes no one <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I, I hope five minutes or should we just call it I had to try and do some fiqh, otherwise you know what they say isn't it uh, it was all fun and games and cussing and laughing, joking. We didn't do any fiqh. Yet. So I had to include something in it. You know what I mean? Yeah? I didn't talk about football. I didn't talk about, I didn't talk about uh, changing the international sign for Najasa, which is very, very much still the Anfield sign. Okay? We just, you know, let's just, let, let's just, let's just make things very, very clear. They might be at the top somewhere. Okay? But it's a very temporary situation. In Moyes we definitely trust, okay, and things will turn around. I predicted that Moyes hit on, right here, by the way, one year ago. Go back and look at the transcribed notes. You accept that, yeah, all right? I said that he's going to be the manager in a year's time. SubhanAllah, he was the manager in a year's time. Do not make me angry because I make these kind of predictions. We'll let it come true. You've got to be careful. Okay, Nadif, just be careful, all right? Are we going for this or are we just saying, no, we know you, there's no way you're going to do this in five minutes. <laughs> yeah? It's not going to happen, is it? Yeah? It's going to go on, this, that. class. we'll call it at that, inshallah. Um, so, a few closing announcements then I want to say. Uh, Dr. Rida Bader, he's here in Manchester in a couple of weekends time to do Sir Yusuf. Hook that up on the Maghrib website. Um, I, in London, everyone in London, whoever's in London or surrounding uh, towns, make sure you come down next weekend for the Fiqh of Death, which is a new class on all of the Matters related to medical treatment and uh, grieving, the last moments, death itself, the washing, the burial—we're going to be doing the full smack—and of course, we're going to be doing inheritance as well, which is a major issue, and all the innovations and all this. There's so much, walay, well, so much that my mind is blowing up just thinking about it. To be honest, so that's next weekend at QMW, Queen Mary and Westfield, back to the hood. I started there a long time ago, so that's great. Uh, make sure you go to that Muggle website for that. I'll see you for that. And there's going to be no free Friday, as I understand. And a lot of people, they go to the free Friday, they flap about, this thing will be closed from before, starting straight on Saturday. So if you don't sign up before, then don't be crying to me afterwards and saying, no, 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 bring it back to London, because you know what, it's gone then. Um, uh, we have this, uh, a, a Dawah course this Sunday, um, by the team Dawah Manchester folks, and that is in the Salam Community uh, Masjid, which is in Moss Side. Um, and that's basically here, and you can find that it's called calling people back to Allah. It's a training, uh, Dawa training uh, thing, magic. And that's at teamdawamanchester.org. So that's a local event, teamdawamanchester.org. Any other announcements? Any other things I've forgotten? Do I need to uh, make any apologies to anyone? Do I need to make any uh, questions? Questions? Yeah, yeah. Astaghfirullah What do you mean, do I want questions? We've got to Forget him, Yara. Shazada thinking he's special because he's a dentist. Or what, what? What? We only have one dentist in Manchester? We have hundreds of dentists in Manchester. Hundreds. Shazada, can you book me in next week? <laughs> Shazada, you know what Hajj is like, man. You don't get to brush teeth for ages, man. Come on, man. Hook it up, bro. Don't take it personally, yeah? Come on, let's do some questions and let's Any questions here? Yeah, just say, example, you know, in the. You mentioned about Uber. Yes. Device, you yes. You've got a better example? It better be a good example. You want to, who said that, that phone was the original word you're saying the word phone yeah you use the phone to phone I'm saying to you who said that the action was called phone that's the rubbishest example I've ever had in my life yeah am I I'm right, yeah where did, where did the word where did the verb uh uh phone come from? That's how we use it though, don't To phone. That's the action. Oh, he's right. <laughs> I did the other way around. You mean the name of the item gone to the action? No, we would we said the other way around. We want the action giving the name of the item. Same thing. <laughs> the Same thing, yeah? <laughs> You're still wrong, I don't care. If I don't understand it, then it's it's wrong. Yep. Um, In terms of the quotation at the beginning by Imam Ahmed, may Allah have mercy upon him, who said, Seeking knowledge is better or has more reward than praying at night. Please can the Imam be more explicit and detailed as to why this is. I was just surprised as I thought direct ibadah of prayer, especially tahajjud, reading Quran, du'a, is nearly always better than any acts of ibadah. Good question. So, the, the brother or the sister is basically saying the statement of Imam Ahmed or, of should I pray at night or should I study? Why is it? Uh, can you explain that? Why is that? Because obviously, tahajjud is powerful and it's a you know, we all know how great it is, and so on. The answer is actually very, very simple because knowledge uh, embellishes the self and benefits others. That's why, it's simple as that, okay? The uh, act of ibadah, of prayer and so on, is something which is supremely and solely for the self. Whereas the the concept of knowledge, especially learning it, when you learn knowledge, then it becomes an obligation then to spread it as well, so then you benefit other people. And if you are uh, causing people to become guided by your knowledge, then that is better for you than the red camels. And so there are obviously many of the, then you get into the chapter of, 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 uh, of, uh, of calling people to Allah and the rewards for that. So that's a basic quick uh, answer, yeah. So basically when you know, for the hadith rather than with Zikr or the Salah, you <laughs> learn, uh, gain knowledge, improvise and, you know, and so on. Meaning, a per- not necessarily like that, I mean, I'm not <laughs> uh, the brother, uh, if a person suddenly wakes up at 4 o'clock, right, he doesn't then suddenly just open up his books, I yeah, say, let me start revision. He would obviously knock out a couple of <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, What we're talking about there is that a person who's reading after Isha and he's reading and he's reading and he carries on reading and he's in a mode and he's reading and he's reading and and he goes to sleep at 2. Meaning that he knows there's no chance of me waking up for Tahajjud but I'm going to make Fajr as per normal, of course. Yes, so he didn't wake up for Tahajjud because he continued studying or teaching or whatever. That act was more rewarded than him going to sleep earlier. According to Imam Ahmed, and I agree, and so does my teacher as well, and actually all of my Shaykh actually, if you also to go to sleep at 11 o'clock and maybe only read a little bit, and go to sleep at 11 and then wake up at 4 to do the tahajjud, the then uh, that's, that's, that's the comparison between the two. Imam Ahmed is saying that if you're going to carry on, you're not gonna, we're not talking someone sitting out, chilling on the internet, doing Facebook, uh, you know, or, or, I don't know, watching something or whatever. I'm talking about someone who's proper studying, revising, learning, memorizing to then benefit other people. That's what we're talking about. Yes, sir, Nadif. Um, Here in the US, there is a chewing gum with fibers from Salvador, persica, or a tree in it. Would that be sufficient to fulfill the sunnah? So the question is that there's a chewing gum that basically has fiber of the uh, persica tree. Basically, it's got siwak in it. Would chewing that fulfill the sunnah? The answer, according to myself, is that no, it wouldn't. And the reason I say that is because um, the ability to chew was something which was available at the time of the Prophet. ﷺ. Gum is not something new. And the resin from the tree could also be made into a gum. And the Prophet ﷺ had the ability to establish to the people the. Uh, the just like today, you got brushing the teeth and you also got swirling your mouth with, with, with uh, antiseptic, right? At the same, at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi we have a cleansing act in wudu don't we? And that's the swirling of water around the mouth and and spitting. It's a process, right? It's actually a cleansing process of the mouth. That cleansing process of the mouth is a separate aspect to the brushing. So, with the this is the argument that I follow with the Prophet Sallallahu actually specifying that one brushes with the siwak. He's actually saying a no to swirling with water. He's saying a no to chewing the resin. He's, no, no, I'm not saying, saying no, I'm not saying, saying haram. Meaning that he's not putting the sunnah into the reward, into the swirling, into the chewing, into the whatever. So we'd say this is great. Buy it, knock yourself out. Support the Muslims and their crazier ideas for business. That's great. But he does not get the reward of the sawaq according to me and the classical scholars, majority of them. Allah knows best. I didn't quite get what was the illa of miswak. The 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 illa of miswak, in my opinion, is in the Siwak itself. Whereas those who said that the illa of the miswak is to clean and clean alone, then what does that mean? You, can use you could use anything. You could then use antiseptic. You could use a toothbrush. You could use a spray. You could use I don't know whatever. Okay. Whereas I'm with the Hanbalis and a bit more traditional on this one, I actually think for the same argument I just mentioned, yeah, all these options were available to the Prophet. ﷺ. Um, and so I believe that the illa is the siwak itself. And that is, and by the way, I fully, even my own Sheikh Sheikh Ilan, he believes that the illa is in, in cleaning. He believes that the illa is in cleaning, and therefore anything that cleans will, will go. And I, even though I believe in that the illa is miswak and I don't believe you get the reward unless you use the miswak and I, rec- I accept that it's a minority opinion and, but it's a traditional opinion. Even though I accept that I practice the other one for the sole reason that Shazad has banned me from using siwak. And that's between you and him. He said that my enamel is gone and that I... No, I banned you from drinking that taxi. No, you... Oh my God. <laughs> This is propaganda, folks, okay? Because people are going to stop buying me Diet Pepsi. No, you carry on buying me Diet Pepsi because Diet Pepsi is fine. What Shizad is saying is that basically lifetime of abuse and whatever means I have no enamel on my teeth. And so when I use that suak, basically, you know the advert when that guy, he eats that ice cream and goes... You know that one, yeah? That's what happens to me every time I touch my teeth with a suak. I have to use one of those soft kind of, you know, toothbrushes. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I'm not very good with this suwak myself. I can't use it. But I believe that the sunnah reward is only with the suwak. Did you work that one out? That makes sense? Yeah. Can you see Shazad yani jumping around? He's absolutely desperate. Should we close it? Easy? We're done? Khalas. Jazakumullah khair. I think all announcements have been made. Inshallah. Forums, if you have other details and questions and whatever. Next week, inshallah, we will not have any stories. No jokes. No nothing. and no, no, we have one two jokes because that's impossible. Hello, um, for the Champions League. That's what I want to know No, yeah Okay that's good So we can carry on using Wednesdays then As the, <laughs> as the lesson um, Next week inshallah we will finish this suat uh, And we will start the thing And I'm going to show Oh my god don't go yet oh, What time is it Shaz have you gone too long no, This is not you Shaz This is not you Honestly Shaz it's not you I've got, a, I've got an amazing uh, thingy uh, uh oh, shut up. Oh, yeah, here is, Yeah, oh my, oh, my days, Some guys. Listen, if you're dying wherever you are online, hold on. This is worth it. Promise, Shaz, honestly, Shaz, it's not you. Please trust me. Okay, all right, class, get ready for this. This is the reason why you should use Miswap. Okay, how do I do this? Oh no, I wait for the email to come. The emails will come in. It came last time. Okay, you know what? I'm going to blow your mind, everybody. Okay? You are not going to believe just how beneficial it is to use Miswak. Because if you might be thinking, why should I use Miswak? Well, there's some clever pack out there, right? Who's basically said, yep, this is why you need to use Miswak. This is the craziest thing I think I've ever read in my entire life, by the way. Okay? Ever. Now, has it gone? Has it, has it lost that thingy? No, it's not. Yet. Oh, it's there. Oh, my God. Right, bring it up on screenshots. Here we go. You need to get rid of that picture first. How do I do that? <laughs> I've covered you now. Huh? What are you worrying about, man? Look, I made it as fat as possible. <laughs> there of <you> go. Haram, wallah <laughs> ya haram. I didn't mean really it like that. Why not? Okay, there we go. Is it on screen, yeah? No, it's not. Why not? No, Show <laughs> me the iPad. Show me the iPad. Oh, yeah, because that uh, AirPlay thing is not on. Shaz, honestly, iOS 7, it sucks, bro, I'm telling you. Is it not there? Oh, Shaz, man. you messed it up, man, honestly. I just had to patch. I told you it wasn't you, man. I've covered you completely. Anyway, let me read out to you, alright? Shaz, do it. Let's fix it, man. These are the <laughs> these are the physical benefits of miswork. These are the spiritual and physical benefits of miswork, which I found on the back of my miswork in the wrapper, okay? Number one, miswork is the freshness of mouth. Sorry, I've got to do this in a pack accent. It was a pack one. Miswork is the freshness of mouth, <laughs> Number two, it reminds the kalima. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. Re- Battery, gone. Battery gone. Useless you are. <laughs> Honest to God. Put a charger on, yara. Oh my days. Yeah, my yeah. take five minutes just oh, out. forget that. Do you want me to carry on reading this out? Yeah. Number two, <laughs> reminds the kalima. K-A-L-M-A-H. You know, a proper pack is written this, right? Reminds kalima. Number three, miswak improves eyesight number four cure of every disease except the death I <laughs> it says the death there by the way all right you don't believe me, do you that's the problem that 's the problem Well you don't believe me look at that man look all right i 'm adding an accent I get that, but it is saying that you see it on screen yeah just so people don't say i 'm making it up it's over there. you can see it yeah it's over there. Where it's on the screen. oh, you did find it. Yeah, enlarge it, da. <laughs> Honestly, you're so rubbish, I swear. Right, okay, listen. Alright. Uh, cure of every disease, every disease except the death. Okay, number five. Make gums meaning gums, stronger. Number six, get the rid of the mucus. Okay. I love number seven. I love number seven. It makes angles happy. <laughs> huh? It's making the angles happy. Not the angels, but the angles they're happy. Miss in they improving the memory. Number nine, Miswak is the following of Sunnah. Number ten, Miswak in the improving the memory. Again. They were so desperate, Yani, yeah, they repeat number, number eight and ten again. Number eleven, it delaying the aging. Number twelve, the soul be leaving the body easily. Thirteen, strengthens the back. I've got no idea how that happens, yeah? But that is one wicked move, yeah? Fourteen, uh, 14 Miswak makes wise. Fifteen, miswat cures the headache. Oh, this is great. Sixteen, grow the hairs. I don't know what hairs, yeah, but grow the hairs. Deke? Number seventeen, clear the complexion. Huh? Okay, then. Eighteen, keeps away devil's thought. How does that even happen? I don't even know. Nineteen, makes teeth shiny. Twenty, helps in digestion. Twenty-one, beautifies the face. Increases the fluency and intelligence. Relaxes the brain. Satisfy the heart. Okay? <laughs> Manufactured by NK Brothers, Karachi, Pakistan. <laughs> see. Next time you think that it's just the Sunnah you're following, think about this list. Huh? Eh? That is a that's an amazing list of benefits. <laughs> right now folks. Okay, that's cool uh guys. If we can just let the sisters leave first, inshallah, just as our normal way. Just let the sisters leave first. khair <laughs> I have something for you. We're going go into this to a sister, the one who's wearing the uh, red hijab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I think we <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm Very, very. good, parlo che io ho trovato solo un qualsiasi ma la stasera stavo cercando di trovare qualcuna sono ma can you you Yeah. 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 my Yeah. Yeah